0: Congregation, who is like unto the Lord, our God, when He has gathered us this morning together around word and sacrament, the Lord, the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, who dwells. In a an high and holy place, but also with him, with her, with you, who is of a contrite and lowly and spirit that is in poor in the dust needy on a dunghill. But he is here. Also this morning, when the Lord surpassed and ministered in the midst of the congregation, he is here to revive you. To revive the spirit of the humble. To revive the heart of the contrite ones. That is his offer to you this morning. To the audible and visible gospel. Is there not reason for praise? We have read hè? praise ye the Lord. Verse one, verse three, verse nine. And therefore, with the help of the Lord, I want to meditate with you briefly before the administration of the Lord's supper. On Psalm 113, particularly the verses five and seven. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who lifts up, who raises up the poor and lifted up the needy? It speaks of Christ's provision for the poor and needy. Because what does it mean, who is like unto the Lord our God? In the first place, or in the second place, and in the second place, what does it mean in Christ? So who is the Lord? Who is the Lord for you? This past week, this past season between the last Lord's Supper and this morning. Who now is the Lord for you? Here is one praising and blessing the Lord because of His name, verse 1. Representing who He is. His nature. His character. Who He is in His greatness and grace. Greatness. Greatness in time, verse 2. From this time forth and forevermore. He, He is eternal. Without beginning, without end. Everlasting. Young people... Eternity means timelessness or endless time. Just the dazzling thought. Eternity is the forever present. The never-ending now. And His greatness is shown in everlasting time. It shows, of course, also that we are mortal, eh? To be reminded also this morning that all living things will eventually die. But only we, human beings alone, know we will. It's the experience of the psalmist in 89. Remember how short my time is. What man, what woman, what boy, what girl. Is he or she that lives and shall not see death. And then Eternity. I mean, we were created for a reason why we are here on earth. The ultimate purpose of our life to glorify, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Eternity. And sometimes the Lord gives that to the weary pilgrim and forced taste of death. At times here on earth, even this morning at the table, this longing. To glorify him. And enjoy him. Forever. Maybe you've struggled. In this past week. In a week of preparatory. But, but remember. It is the eternal God. It is the eternal God. Who is your refuge. And underneath. Our everlasting arms. And it is He who brings you to the table, when there is no strength in you, who is like unto the Lord our Godness. Not only His greatness in time, but also greatness in space. Verse 3, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. He is omnipresent, everywhere present. Even here this morning. There's a psalmist says in 139. Wherever you go. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your parents? Even when I dwell in the uttermost. When when you are in the most desolate place. In your life. Whatever your circumstances. Even there. The psalmist. Your hand shall lead me. And your right hand shall hold me. That's Something his hand will lead you and will hold you. Also this morning, when everything is ready, prepared by him, despite your circumstances, despite your condition, but it is he, that is your hope, who holds you and will lead you. Oh, who is, like the Lord, our God. And that not only in, in time and space, but also His greatness is outside time and space. Verse 4, the Lord is high above all the nations. His glory above the heavens. Above all the nations. Also our nation. Regardless the outcome of the election in his glory above the heavens, not men's glory, which fades away eventually. And therefore the Lord asks you also this morning, as he does in Isaiah 42, to whom then will you liken unto God? Who can you compare unto him? With whom? Not only a Lord that is great, In his greatness, but also his grace, but also in his majesty, but also in his mercy. At the high and lofty ones who dwells on high, it is he who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the universe. And sees you and takes note of you. Also this morning. And whatever goes on in your life. Despite what has taken place in this past week. And seeing the Lord's table prepared in the midst of the congregation. And maybe you sit here. It seems an impossibility from your side. And yet. And yet. This great and awesome God. It is He. Who raises up. Poor ones out of the dust. lifts up needy. Once from the Dunghill. And it is he who dwells on the high. Who gives people to dwell. Right? To sit, verse 8. To sit among the rest. To dwell. Give barren ones. Give them a dwelling place. Give them a community. Give them a place at the Lord's table. What a great and gracious God. Full of majesty and mercy. Who is like unto the Lord. Our God. But maybe you sit here and you say, how is that now possible? eh?" It is personal. eh? Our God. When I look upon myself. And then the Lord, not the Adonai, the the Adonai, the ruling Lord, although he is, but but here in the text the Lord is the covenant keeping Jehovah is our God. Our. That means not only for others, but by grace also my God. How is that now possible? O friends, see then for the first time or the fresh reading this psalm of praise as as Christ once sung this psalm. As Psalm 113 was the first of the so-called Hallel Psalms. The Psalms 113 to 118 that were sung at the Passover at the table, at the Lord's table. So pause for a moment and see Christ's provision. Here it is Christ. And that with Gethsemane, with Gabbatha, with Gogota in view. And he knew what was coming. Suffering, the cross and death. And he sings, praise the Lord. Then it is Christ who was with the Father and the Spirit from all eternity, from this time forth and forevermore, who was in glory above the heavens and dwells on high, being the brightness of his glory, upholding all things by the power, word of his power, being much, so much more than the angels. Then it is Christ in his obedience to the Father, for such ones as you and I. And he sings. He sings, praise ye the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he sings that. And he sings that with the cross and death ahead of him. And that for each of his children. Maybe struggling children this morning. Children that are tossed and fro. Then Christ, though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself by taking the form of a sermon, being the likeness of men. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death of cross. He humbled himself to behold and saw and seized the things of this earth. And while he was on earth, he gave blind to see, lame to walk, lepers are cleansed, deaf hear, dead are raised, and to the poor. And to the poor the gospel is preached. The, the, the same poor, eh? here in verse 7, those humbled to the dust, the needy, those who sit on the ruins of life, the poor and needy the beckers, the afflicted ones, those in dust and ashes. There is at times that you acknowledge, that you, that you experience, that you lie in the midst of death. Do you know that? But when you look upon yourself, Is it not that you feel on the S-heap, on the ruins, crushed and broken? But listen, listen, to them, to you. Here this morning is the Gospel preached even now. To the poor is the Gospel preached. You know what it is? on the ruins and crust and broken sinner before God you you are a beggar, Lord have mercy on me when the gospel is preached that is experienced that the light of God's fatherly countenance again shines upon you It is like the Syrophoenician woman, maybe there is someone here in our midst Lord help me Crumbs, crumbs, that fall from the master's table. That is enough. But you know Jesus' answer: Great is your faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. It is like that man waiting to be healed, restored, but has to say, Sir, I have no man deeply afflicted. But Jesus answered, also this morning, rise up and walk, and immediately, not next week, immediately, also this morning, the man was made well. Friends, there is something when the gospel is preached that you experience being brought before the cross of Christ by grace. Before, say, go, go down de dung hill, the hill outside Jerusalem. And he hanged there, your substitute, your savior. And you stand there and you see his blessed body nailed to the cross and dead for you. But O oh wonder of grace, you see also, he fixed on that cross the handwriting of your sin, nailed it, and it stays there. That burden of the past, whatever it is, is the past forgiven, forgotten. As the Lord says also this morning, I will remember no more, no more Then he has taken upon himself the curse due to you. That he may fill you with his blessings. Who is like unto the Lord, our God? When the gospel is experienced, when you're on the dust and in ashes, poor and needy, but it is to them that mourn in Zion, and giving beauty for ashes, an oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness that you may be called a tree of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, that He might be glorified. That means He becomes, and He is your only, the most weighty, the most important thing in your life. Your whole identity is in Him. Your refuge, your strength, your hiding place. And friends, remember, also this morning, Religious people, and it sounds maybe very pious, religious people always remind you, you have to be poor and needy. And then the Lord will show his mercy. But friends, that is a conditional gospel. And, and that is not, no gospel at all. But God's people are poor and needy. And they know it. Psalm 40, But I am poor and needy. And yet. And friends that goes together. The Lord thinks upon me. Thou art my helper. And my deliverer. Make no tearing. Oh my God. That I am. And thou art. My God. Oh, friends, that goes together in grace. Then you experience when the gospel is preached. He raises you up. He raises you up. From whatever circumstance of life. When I am down, oh, my soul so weary. When troubles come and my heart burn me, Then I am still and wait here in silent, un- till he comes and sit a while with me that is his grace this morning with a table he prepared then he lifts you up so that you can say or sigh or sing you raise me up so I can stand you raise me up to walk even on stormy seas you raise me up to more than I can be. Oh who is like unto the Lord our God? What een provision voor grace! What een grace, what an amazing undeserving grace that saved a wretched like me. One more aspect who is the Lord like unto the Lord our God in Christ, not only what he has done through his death and the cross, but also he is the resurrected one, the living one, who intercedes even now for each of his children. Then it is he, the living one, who dwells on high and beholds and sees and looks from his sanctuary and this sanctuary, and he sees you, and he reminds you, I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. Maybe a struggling faith. Maybe a refuge-taking faith. But poor and needing yourself. When your strength is dried up. But He does not forget you. He prays for you. Even now. And you cannot pray anymore. And have no words to speak anymore. Then it is the Spirit helps you in your weakness, for you do not know. And be honest this morning. You do not know what to pray for as you ought. But then it is the Spirit who intercedes. Even now, oh, what a Savior! What a substitute! And He intercedes as the Living Christ. For such one as you are. Who is like unto the Lord. Our God. Then I ask you. With who? With who will you then compare. This great and gracious God. When he has revealed and shown himself this morning. So Gracious so willing, so able to save you, giving his only sin, Christ gave all that he had. Well, you deserve nothing. And he offers him to you, provides in every way. And he invites, bring hither, De poer, de meend, de halt, de blind. En even met dat is doen. Yet, there is is room. There is place with Him. Een heiding place in de rok. En de rok is Christ. En he compels you. He pleads with you that his house may be filled. May be filled. Oh, come you yourself apart in a desert place. And life can be in wilderness. But it is his offered to you. Rest around. All things, everything is ready. Christ's provision undeserved and yet so rich in his mercy. Who then is like the Lord, our God? Amen.